Evan here with Eric and Chris. Ready to start us off. Got a great show today for you. And uh, to kick us off on this fine Tuesday afternoon, let's talk about the uh, the new Nolan Arenado deal. Juicy, juicy stuff. And let's see how this impacts uh, the Bryce Harper sweepstakes. So what are you guys' thoughts on uh, this new deal for Nolan? Well, first, I, I applaud both sides of this deal because Arenado knows that the market is, is getting bad now. People don't want to pay anymore. So, And if he hits free agency... He's probably the one that deserves the most money out of Machado and Harper. But he took the money now, so he didn't have to worry about that later. And the Rockies got a good deal. They didn't have to pay over $300 million. So, like, like, uh, like Padre Machado. Machado. Yeah. And I think he's better than Machado. So they got mm-hmm. a great deal. And I think just both sides got, Fan got it favorite. done. favorite. I think that's yep. a good, it's a team-friendly deal as far as you go for these mega deals and yep. a player. Okay, well, I think it works out for both sides. Yeah, and he, deser- he deserves that contract. He's a great oh, player, that, he's, a, he's an MVP candidate at year in, year out. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a great contract. He got the AAV, which was higher than Machado. It's $34, 35000000 million. So I don't, from a Rocky standpoint, that's a lot of, a lot of money for a, we'll call it, we'll call, them the, we'll call them the middle class. So that's the issue right now is that some team, people are saying this middle class is getting removed in baseball. There is no middle class when when we're talking about these teams and making these free agent signings. It's now just like low and high. But uh, I like the move from both sides. Obviously, Arenado got his money. He got his he got eight years, and the Rockies got their star third baseman. It's as simple as that, I think, and worked out both ways. I'm glad it went down, and they got it done before the regular season. So yeah, very yeah. very helpful. So no distractions. Yeah, no distractions during the season. Got them locked down. Yeah. Guy's a fantasy baseball fiend, so for mm-hmm. those fantasy players out there, he's a guy you want. Great, he's great for the game of baseball too. A guy like that, he's a good guy. Play, he's not only what I always notice about Arenado. We all know his offensive numbers, but he's a mm-hmm. he's ridiculous on yeah. that hot corner. Right there. His mm-hmm. arm is yep. ridiculous. Yep. He he makes throws like on his knees behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, third base on the foul mm-hmm. at a foul territory, and he just like uses his elbow, yeah. and it's like there in like three seconds. It's like you marvel at these guys and how he, really good they are. He is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's the bo- best two way third baseman in the league right now. I don't even think there's a question. The yeah. only argument you could have is take him away from Coors Field, the yeah. numbers go down. Yeah, they yeah, do. He still does the but same I, thing on the road. Yeah, still, it's not. It's not it's as like good. The same, but he's it's still not productive. as good. It's, it's still productive. He's still productive. It's not like yeah. saying that he's not productive. No, it's just not. It's, it's, it's not as inflated, I think, as it is at Coors. No. But I still yeah. think he's still very. It's good. tough because the Rockies really haven't done anything much while he's been on the team. You'd like to see him on a a perennial playoff team. Yeah. I know the past two years they've been much better than what they've been. Yeah, but he makes them that contender. He does. He, he puts exactly, them over the yeah. top. Without him, they're, then they're really, they're really nothing. just nothing. They're, they're maybe five hundred, or otherwise they're just an eh yeah team. Much like the Padres, yeah, they're but still lacking the pitching, and that's yeah. the most important thing with the the, when the you Rockies play at right now. Field, you can't really have you can have good pitching, but you, it's not gonna doesn't help you. You it, have to get a pitcher that knows how to pitch in that type of situation. It doesn't. What happens is that just the balls fly out of the ballpark. But a really good pitcher is still gonna be really good at Coors Field, or it's gonna there's gonna be a little difference. You'll never see anybody like Jacob DeGrom's season that he had this year happen in Coors Field. That's never going to happen. But 
when if let's say Degrom, we'll, we'll put it at his example. What he had a one eight nine ERA or something like that last yeah, year. Something like that. His ERA would be like two two if he pitched in courts, and he still would be really good. Yeah, but still. look at like the guy John Gray. He was a top ten prospect coming in, he had great stuff, and then he goes to the Rockies and he's he's struggling now. He oh. he does have he he did improve over his past two three uh-huh. years, but he still struggles. He he's probably their ace right now, but he's still struggling based on the conditions in course field. I definitely wouldn't call him their ace right now. He's the best stuff wise, and also if you look at the top ten, top one hundred prospects. Out of the last three, four, five years, it is uh, a toss-up. It's a crapshoot. It really is. It's These guys could look electric, and they could look like they have all the best stuff in the world, but second they get to the major leagues, it's a different thing. Second, the some show of these, is a yeah, different world. Yep. Yeah, some of these guys won't even make it past double-A. It will be like, oh, this guy had such electric stuff in single-A, he gets a double-A, and oh, uh, struggling now. It, it's just, you never know. It's still, it's still a toss-up. It's not like, I guess, I don't know, football is a little easier to tell, I feel like. That's just because they play college, though. Like, the, the college is a good bridge a over. Good, that's like their yes. version of the minor, the farm system. Yes, that is their version. And there is some elite football in college. The Alabama, the SEC is a great football conference, the ACC. Mm-hmm. But, so, the MLB, it's a little different there. It's just like, you know, you never really know with these guys. They can make it through all four steps and make it through all all the leagues and then they get to the majors and it just doesn't happen. You never know why, but John Gray was control. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that was his issue. I'm sure if, he t- if, you, if John Gray wasn't on the Rockies and he was on, let's just say, I don't know, the, the Giants in a pitcher's ballpark, uh-huh. I'm sure he would be much better than he was But in John Colorado. Gray's biggest issue is control. He can't throw the ball over the strike zone. If yeah, but they're no, still no, hitting no matter it. where they're you're gonna play, it. It, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. You gotta have it the control. Matter. His issue what? is control. He walks too many guys straight what? up. When you're yes, getting... he'll give up a couple hits, but yes, he walks too many guys still. When you're getting hit left and right, the ball is leaving the ballpark. It messes up your head, and then baseball is a huge mental game. Exactly. And when yes. you go on the road, and then you're not in the same situation, but your your head is still saying, "Oh, he's gonna do this. The batter's gonna do that yeah. because it happened previously in Colorado." Mm-hmm. Just look at um, the Mets when they were in Las Vegas when they had their AAA team there. They had Zach Wheeler coming through the system and Steven Matz, and they both struggled in AAA, and then they came to the majors, and they still had those struggles because of the climate they, carried, they played in Las Vegas. over to the, to the pros. Yeah. But Matz just can't stay healthy. Yes, That's but he, every other thing. start, he's struggling. He's not consistent. And Wheeler, yeah. He did but, pick it up at the end of last season, but it took him two years to do that. He's probably still getting over that, that time in AAA where they yeah. just get knocked around. His so and so like called back of the baseball <laughs> yeah. card numbers are fine. He's just not putting the starts in. Yeah. Or I mean, were we really saying that Steven Matz was going to be a number one? He had the potential in Double A before he went. Before oh, this is what we're talking about. Uh, though. The John Mets Gray had the great, potential yeah. too, and he's not showing well, it either. And this pro- is what we're talking he's about. In Colorado. That's what problem no. with the Mets <laughs> is that. The pitching overall is great. I mean, I if I'm any MLB team, I take that rotation any given day. It's just they have no one who can hit a. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of the boat. Mm-hmm. They needed to just be mediocre at offense mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball, and they win 85 games. Maybe make the playoffs. Maybe, but you're still a you're contending team if that team can hit on on an MLB average. But they're they were so bad at hitting. Yeah. 
Granted, there's a low lot of injuries that they've dealt with, but that that goes along with not being able to hit because you're not you're, the players you have are always getting injured playing golf when you should be. I don't know who wrote that contract, but I, if I'm the GM of Mets, I'm making sure when you sign Cespedes, no more golf. You can play golf in the off season, but not yep. during the season, dude. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's kind of. I feel like that's gonna mess up your swing too, because yep. the golf swing and the baseball swing are obviously two yeah, completely two different, different yeah. techniques, right Way there. Different. And you can't hit a golf ball with a baseball swing. No. So like you have to You're gonna be maneuver your out. swing yeah. to, to change it, and then yeah, it just messes you up. Yeah. It's just like the home run derby. The yeah. craziest thing is, Yoena said that he is better when he is playing golf. <laughs> Than not playing golf, and that could be so, but he can't stay healthy <laughs> playing both golf and. Yeah. <laughs> well, he feels. And I think he said he feels healthier player. too when he plays golf that's, or whatever. Uh, that's whatever I, mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised just based on his character. He's kind of a interesting man. He yeah. did play on a lot of teams oh. there in a row. So what? So what does this Arenado deal do in the whole Harper sweepstakes? Like, does it make does it make his price go up? Down or stagnant? Like what? What do you? What do you guys think? Like what's? Uh, I think well, it remains the same. I don't think it really affects uh, it. I don't think so. What do you think? I think opposite. Well, here's my thing. Okay, Boris is trying to prove I am the best agent in all of baseball. He is going now. Arenado got a higher AAV than uh, Machado did. Danny. Yeah. So if let's just say Harper, who is now there's been some talks, a lot of rumblings lately about the Dodgers, Dodgers yeah, yeah. and that short term contract. So let's just say Bryce were to want that short term contract. Well, now he's got a the Dodgers had to beat that number that Arenado got. So he's talking about thirty five, thirty six. Well, and let's just say twenty four hours ago they might have been able to give Harper. 34, 33, 32 million, and then that still would have been better than Machado, and that still would have probably made him happy. Yeah, but the Dodgers are kind of in like a rebuilding mode right now. Like they're not, they're not going to win right now. You, you believe that the rest of the league, they the sold Dodgers the whole outfield. Don't. They, they traded Puig everybody. and Kemp. That was they're, they're they don't trouble. care about Puig and Kemp. No, I'll tell they, you that much. Their, Those guys got their were kid jock, even though he strikes uh, out every other time at the plate. But yeah. that's Bellinger's going to center. Those old bad contracts that they got rid of because they're in financial yes, trouble. No, no, that got them out of the luxury tax. That was the yeah. key. And they, so they, they put themselves back in there by signing Harper because it's Bryce Harper. Because I it's, think yes, that's why. It's yeah. Because it's, they want that guy on the team. Five times better than the combination of Puig and Kemp. Uh, that's debatable. That is not debatable. <laughs> Puig yeah, had hits twenty home runs um, and sixty RBIs, and Kemp had his. And I think had yeah, a rebirth. If Harper is on a team like the Dodgers, he has a better year than what he did last year with the Nationals. And I think he wants a fresh start somewhere. I think a new mentality type deal going on. Yeah. Um, he needs to be on a contending team. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. He could have an MVP season on a a lesser team. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, but what's yeah, the he point? He, he 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 clearly it's. I think it, it. I don't know how obvious it is, but I think at least from my point of view, Harper wants to win, but he also wants to break this bank. Yeah, and that can be done. So yeah. it just depend. And Dodgers is a team that could do that because they've been there the past few years. I don't think they're going to win anything, and no. I'm kind of sick of the Dodgers anyway. But that's just no. me yeah. being whatever. But, um. The Phillies, up and coming team, you think, but we've been hearing the past twenty four hours that 
Now we, it might the Dodgers are the favorite, but mm-hmm. it's still I still it's still up in the air. Who yeah. knows where this guy's gonna go? All right, I got and two for what price? Two things that could twirl us completely off right here. All right, first off, there's rumblings, and this could easily be true that Harper doesn't want to be in Philly. Yeah, I which is the, very possible at this point because they probably have offered him over three hundred or close. Yeah, they've sent the owner, yeah. the GM, the coach. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's the a lot of people. That, to talk yeah. to and him. also, he hasn't done anything yet. Are the Dodgers, the last two years, that was a good Dodgers team. They went through the NL pretty easily. Is there an issue that the reason the Dodgers couldn't actually win was because their lineup just wasn't good enough to beat the AL teams? And the reason that is is because the AL has the DH. Fair. I think it's Because when you look one through nine at the Red Sox lineup and the Astros lineup that played the Dodgers... I it take, is nowhere I take, near. I take the Red Sox and the Astros lineup. Yeah, it is nowhere near. Now, Dodgers. obviously, they play that rotation style kind of guys, where there's no big name. But still, when you compare the lineups, it, I don't. Even, I don't it's not doesn't even look it's like close. Who do you who do you pitch to when you play against the Red Sox and the Astros? You got Sox yeah. is Mookie Betts, Benintendi. Um, exactly. You yeah. name who at Bogart. It's like it's like it just the list goes on. Yeah. Astros. It's like an all star team. Yeah. That's yeah, their exactly. lineup. They all they all like uh, small ball players. They all hit for contact. They get yeah. on base. Like so it's, this is a like high offensive more, production too. More like, power hitting lineup where it's either strike out or home run. But the Red Sox and Astros. Bust. Get they can base boom it, bust, yeah. but and play small ball. So uh-huh. it's just yeah. like the ultimate baseball team right yep. there. Yep. All right. Still listen to eighty eight point seven WNHU. Joint pain. Um, we're gonna start doing uh, an MLB season preview, and this week's division we will start out with is. Let's go with the AL East, my favorite division, <laughs> the best division in baseball. You got the two heavyweights, Yankees, Sox. You got the pesky Rays. You got the up and coming Jays in the f- next few years, and you got the and the Orioles. Baltimore. We don't need to talk about that. That's, talk that's about the them. last thing you need All to right, talk so about. All right, so let's Orioles. start out with, I don't know, where, where do you, where do you want to go? You we'll just go start the, with the, the battle. The or, yeah, who's who's going to order of division? First, second, third, fourth? Just give me Well, I'll start with, think. the reason we could start with this division is they have the least amount of questions, I think, out of any division right now. Yeah, I think or it's kind of obvious what them in the, the order NL's, is. Like, central, yeah, there's, there's nobody coming in and out, I don't think. The only real thing that could happen is the Red Sox sign Kimbrel to like a one-year deal. That that's about for it. Like thirty million. Or if, if the Blue Jays shock the world and decide that I'm going to take Dallas Keuchel on the cheap, which is probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. It, I, it, I feel like it should. So that's happen, literally but the only two things that can happen in this division yeah. right now. That's literally it. That's all you're talking. It's now. So, it's really just who's going to now. Yes. Now we can talk. Division. We can now compare wins, teams and yeah. look at. I, the Red Sox are still really good. I have questions about the bullpen and whether or not they can hold up. Is a guy who was literally in AAA last year in Brazier uh, good enough to pitch in the ninth? And is he okay with pitching in the ninth? And same with Barnes, if whoever it is, whoever becomes the closer on that team. But I still think they're the team to beat in the division. I don't think... There's any question about that? What they win 108 games last year or something like that? Some ridiculous number, and they went through the playoffs like it was nothing. They literally beat any everybody in their sights. So 
they're still the favorite in my mind. I do think, though, my, my take is that there's three playoff teams in this division. It will be the Rays, the Yankees, and the Red Sox. All right, that's pretty good. Think, yeah, no, yeah, I'd go with that. I, I agree think. with that, but I think that the Red Sox, they're a very good team, World Series champions, but I don't think they did enough to improve the team and to keep it keep it evolving. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. sometimes these championship teams, they just bring everybody back and expect to do the same thing again. Yeah. Meanwhile, other teams are getting better, they're adding more pieces, and you mm-hmm. you just you, you become, concentrate stagnant, and then yeah, we yeah, have yeah, you had tape true. on these guys and. Yep. Lightning might not strike twice. Yeah, yeah, might again, not so. strike twice. So I don't think they did enough in the offseason to repeat. So I think the yeah. Yankees take over and, and, and win, win the division. division. Yeah, I they can did, see that. They added pitching. They added depth at shortstop. So I think that might be enough to, to, to put them over them the top, over the top yeah. at the mm-hmm. end of the season. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that too. I think I think he kind of flip-flops this year. I, mean, I think they still can both win. A hundred games, yep. the Sox and Yanks. But mm-hmm. I think it's just this time it just switches. It's the Yanks at uh, number one. Then you got the Sox, two. I think the Rays are probably going to win 90-something games this year. I mean, they picked up Charlie yeah. Morton. Yep. That's a huge yeah. pickup on an already pretty solid pitching team. And they got, what, Glass now? Tyler Glass now from yes. the Pirates, who I think yeah, is going to be career. resurrected yeah. in um, – down in Tampa, despite all 12 fans showing up in their stupid stadium that should be demolished. Mm-hmm. Um, damn catwalk just awards guys doubles off of pop-ups. But um, enough of me ranting about the trop. Uh, them at third, uh, I'd say my Jays down at fourth just because they're still building and it's not – even if they overachieve, mm-hmm. it's not going to be enough to maybe move past the Rays it, it depends. Uh, there would have to be setbacks on the race, but I, I don't. There's no expectations. Like I've said, my expectation is give me Vlad, and that's all I want, and we'll go from there. The Orioles are just they're in full rebuild mode, and that's gonna. I think that's gonna take a little bit because I don't know who's on that team. There's nobody. <laughs> they were they won like 50 games last year. It was just a it was a dumpster fire down in Baltimore, which and is that music to my ears to yeah. save them. Yes, the guy who had <laughs> they got what, another Bobby Bonilla uh, situation <laughs> yeah. down there, which is Chris Chris Davis, who has one of the worst contracts oh, in baseball and had one of the awful. worst statistical yeah. seasons awful. in all of baseball last year of all baseball history. I always league. thought he was overrated anyway, even when he was pretty good. All he did was hit home runs and struck out every other time. <laughs> I always thought he was on something, which I ended up yeah, he, he was on he, something. Yeah. Yeah. He he did do Huge. something. He had this He's like this big fat giant. He can't even run. Uh, okay, so two comments on Devin's little points there. Um, the guy in the Blue Jays sweatshirt, Devin, currently sitting literally right next to me. If your team, the Blue Jays, does not finish above above the Orioles, I don't even know. Do you likely just like stop the franchise total? If you yeah, no, you it, give uh, that. Then there's something. Then that means something catastrophic has happened because there is I, I literally s- no way. Because the team, the team was even like it was, they weren't even that bad last year for just having just random guys. Because they. They've just they've been getting decimated by injuries the past two years. So let's hope yeah. that stops. And if they, if that happens, then there's something wrong. Then that means somehow the Orioles have just overachieved <laughs> entirely, and the Jays have just once again everyone's hurt, and other guys are just playing like a bunch of losers. And 
I don't. I really hope that doesn't happen. I don't think that's happening. No, I don't I think, think so either. I think it's just going to be. We're just we're playing be, the what if game. Yeah, yeah. no, and I and <laughs> that's a fun <laughs> game to play. Um, yeah, if that happens, then there's problems. Then I think. I don't know what happened. I, the everybody ownership, goes. Yeah, everybody, I think everybody goes. But they just cleaned. Like they just got a new manager, Charlie Montoya, who I think is mm. going to be great. Um, he's good. He worked in that Rays organization, so <laughs> maybe some of that magic will uh, rub off on them. Uh, but I think at that point, because the Jays' ownership is shaky. I don't like the ownership. I think they should sell the team to someone who cares more probably not I'm, gonna happen it's not gonna happen but i do like having Sh- mark shapiro and um mm-hmm. and uh, ross atkins the the guys from cleveland who yeah. who built a pretty solid team there and they've kind of That's done it. the same bl- blueprint with this jays team mm-hmm. so i'm okay with that but if the if it is <laughs> if the order somehow finish better than them then then ross and shapiro have to go and you got to yeah. just start over and we're gonna have some problems, but is that that you have way too much farm talent to just completely poop the bed, for yes, a lack yeah. of a better term, this year. Especially with you have not arguably the worst team in baseball below you. Like you're you're the Jays are guaranteed fourth place yeah. at the very <laughs> least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we just can't. just the lore of having like Vladdy Jr. up and yeah. Bo Bichette if he comes up. Yeah. They will get you at least like at least twenty wins by themselves. Oh yeah, I, just without because a doubt. they're on the team getting hits uh, yep. with all their talent. So I think yeah, you're right. Just guaranteed yeah. you finish fourth place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they just they, all those two have to do is just not neglect their talent. Now I want to go back to something that Devin said before. The impressive thing about the Rays is they won ninety games last year. At one point in the season, they had only Blake Snell as their only starter. Devin. <laughs> brought up the Charlie Morton who I think is one of the sneakiest signings That's of huge. All, of literally he's one of these spin rate guys which you know the Rays love those spin rate guys love it he's already he's all over the spin rate already so he's going to come in and he's going to he's going to go out and throw you he's going to start every fifth day he's going to be out there for at least 30 starts next year so they don't have to worry about you know what's his anybody goes down they they'll at least have this consistent starter in there to add with Snell, who was a very consistent starter last year also, they they have the pieces to grow now even farther. They grabbed Tommy Pham at the trade deadline. That worked out really well. Another sneaky move. They resurrected Glass Now's career. They have Austin Meadows that they got from Pittsburgh also, who came and started hitting a little bit. It's that's literally a good, like... That's a good, young, like already, athletic yep. team with good pitching. And mm-hmm. that's... And that's you want to know how you counteract the heavyweights of the Red Sox, Yankees? You pitching. do with the, you pitching. do with the, yeah, you do pitching, and you do what the Rays are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they're playing right. like old school. They almost play like old school baseball, just mm-hmm. really good pitching and just pesky base runners and stuff yeah. like that. Small ball. Um, that's a good team that have that has just sneakily done all this stuff. I mean, they've been overshadowed because of the Red Sox, Yankees, and then you have Vladdy and. The top, the big prospects on the Jays. So the Rays have just been like, oh, you forget about them because it's just the Tampa Bay Rays. But that's a good team, and that and that team could steal some wins away from the Sox and the Yanks. So it'll, that'll be fun to to watch the the AL East this year and that whole dynamic between yeah. these teams. Now going back to the Rays, do you think that they 
continue that opener stuff where they do the reliever. Oh, absolutely. Start. Oh, why oh, not? Absolutely. Why would you yeah. not? It worked so well. I watched too many games last year with my team playing this race, and it's just some random dude pitching, and now he's out. Here's another yeah. Randy. And I'm like, why can't we hit these guys? It's tough because if they're yeah. if they're on, you, all right, so you're you're a batter. You're up one inning. You get to face this guy. You get a look at him. You're like, all right. Cool. I'm, I'll get him next time. Next one or two. There is no next. He's, time. There is no next time. Yeah, There's a new out. guy in, and he's a lefty. Uh, when you go from righty, now he's a lefty. He's throwing this. The other guy threw heavy fastballs or whatever, and now this guy's just all funk. So now you're just like, my swing is messed up. I don't. I get you get no flow and rhythm yeah. up at the plate, and that's huge. Granted. Yeah, there's the occasional game where maybe one of those guys are not on, and then they're they then, up, but then it's a run. Yeah. It's like a yeah, runner or two. It's yeah, like, they are not going to give up a it's lot. It's not like yeah, they don't give up five. A new guy. The only good thing is, is that the next day they're gonna that bullpen's thin. So if you get to their starter early, then then that yeah, next yeah, game is a win. The key is you got to get to the next guy. They'll use Stainek and Wood, and then. That next guy who was really last year was Yarborough. If you get to Yarborough and get him out early, then you're talking about they have to put all their pieces into the game for that game, and then the next game they'll light. So, yeah. But then the next game they could be pitching Blake Snell, and then he's seven innings, and they don't need anybody else. They just need the closer and the setup man. They did have Sergio Romo last year do a lot of the opening, but now I think he's, a, he's still a free agent. No, he got signed, signed with... No, no, yeah. he's not with the Rays. But they didn't need him. They didn't uh, it need doesn't him matter. They just find another guy. It yeah, really doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, they were kind of they were using him as the opener guy, and then he became the closer. And they don't need him. They're all right. They'll just find another arm. It's okay. No big deal. It's the Rays. They'll just find another arm. Where did Romo and, sign? And um, and the Rays have, I think, the most underrated um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, manager in all of baseball, um, Kevin, Cash. Kevin Cash, phenomenal manager, and this I think he's part of the reason too why this um, that bullpen starting stuff works so well. Is he he knows what he's doing? He's a really smart manager. He's a good strategic man, and uh, he's in part another reason why the Rays are just another sneaky good team. Yeah, former catcher. Yeah. The catchers yeah, make catchers, them, catchers have made some good yeah, managers, managers out there in the past. Yes, they definitely, definitely a trait. Catcher definitely helps. Definitely yeah. help. You see they, the whole field, they literally you know have to see the whole batter, game. Yeah. What they do, you're calling pitches usually. Yeah. Yes, they're strategizing the most out of anybody. Yeah. Is really the catcher yeah. and the manager, yeah. which that's why they it's, make great managers. Exactly, <laughs> they're almost interchangeable like at that point. Yeah. Like you retire, might as well become a manager. <laughs> That that move that move at the time when they when they got Kevin Cash nobody really knew what it was. They were like, oh, it's, yeah, it's just like Madden had left and they brought him back Cash and like, oh, how's this gonna work out? But now looking at it a couple years later, it's working out great. It was a great Fantastic. move for them. Yeah, they they made the right choice. They made another great hire. You're right though. It's too bad that they can't get more fans and. Yeah, I, I think that's just part of being in Florida. Florida just, they don't, care. Yeah, they don't care. No one in Florida cares about pro sports. If anyone does, it's the people from New York and Boston who've moved back down to retire. <laughs> I've even I've watched Blue Jay games in Tampa, mm-hmm. and it's filled with Blue Jay fans, even when yeah. the Jays aren't even that good. I mean, that's that's a testament to their there's fans out there, which is yeah. pretty cool for a team up in Canada. But, but you can really see any team that goes to play in Tampa, mm-hmm. and there's everybody else there, not... 
<laughs> not the Rays fans. It's a shame. Yeah, is that yeah. Yeah. You'd love to be a fan of a team like that. That's a fun team yeah. to watch. It's a great organization yeah. right now. I think Florida is probably the, the state that has the most teams and le- the less in- the least yeah, amount the of least interest inter- in yeah. those teams. Totally. They have great college teams. That well, they probably the college, they're they're college, college teams do way better than and the pro teams. More of an but, NBA state, yeah. but only when LeBron. Yeah, only, yeah, when, only when LeBron. And yeah. then they come late to the games. So yeah, they, they come, late, come on time. And yeah. if they're losing by any amount in the third, then they're leaving. Yeah. That's exactly. You know, there's so many the things guys to do say in Florida. Two minutes dose. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a two minute one. When I went to Florida to visit the do the Pro Bowl stuff, yeah, and we were taking the tour of the Orlando Magic Stadium, the, the lady that was giving us the tour said that it's very hard to attract fans because nobody is from Florida. No, so everybody comes from like yeah. you said, Boston, New York, and they come here to retire, and so nobody has that that affiliation with the teams from from day one. Like nobody's a Magic fan f- from when they're born. So no, it's you're not hard. like. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to uh, market the brand to them when they have yeah. an affiliation with somebody else. They're already yeah, they already yeah. have something else, and and I mean we know Florida Floridians kind of have a re- <laughs> an odd rep- reputation for being a little crazy, but yeah. mm, it seems like they don't really. It's pro pro sports are not it's not their thing. Mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. yeah. Like the it Dolphins, not, Dolphins are yeah. a storied franchise, but yeah. Yeah. you still barely see. I mean, they've been, they're not been so storied in the past fifteen years. Yeah. But they do have Marino, They will they show up the, if you win, like big yeah, time winning. Like, yeah, but you like, have to get big get time. There. Yeah, and that's yeah. and I don't foresee that happening. Yeah, it, the, the the Rays are the only <laughs> team right now you can see in Florida that is close to winning anything really. Yeah, because um, I don't see the magic. The Heat magic not really. Not close. The Heat um, are the, the Dolphins are the Dolphins are just they just float around in mediocrity. And then with the Patriots in division, they're not they're never doing. No, nope. yeah, yeah. The Dolphins always win. Yeah, when they're win, in, when they're home, uh, win <laughs> yeah. the home game against the Patriots. But all that does is just piss them off, <laughs> and then they go on a streak, and it doesn't matter. So it really just ruins it for everyone else. <laughs> yep. Uh yeah I, don't, I mean what other teams are uh, the Bucks yeah the no, Bucks, the, yeah. the Bucks have a Fitzpatrick Winston debacle at their quarterback situation don't forget about the Jaguars <laughs> oh yeah Blake Bortles they, is gone. they were good they yeah were for that they one, were year. Good. <laughs> one year defense <laughs> defense yeah yeah defense defense can win you something win championship, they can win you, you games some you need a you need a quarterback a yeah. defense and a quarterback wins championships. <laughs> And these these teams, um, you can't just win like on defense. Like the Jaguars, that, they won their one year, and then the it's like you can't have a good defense like back to back years. It's very hard to do. They're gonna figure you out. They're gonna figure out your schemes. You're gonna have some injuries. It's just what happens in the NFL. That's just what happens. So like, yes, Jalen Ramsey's great. Yes, the Jaguars defense just. Blake Bortles didn't help them. You know, you need some luck to be a good defense, you know? Special teams has to be playing well. The offense yeah. can't turn it over in a bad spot. There's a lot of things that yeah, go on in the NFL. a lot of factors. Yes, there's a lot of factors that makes a good defense. So it just can't happen that you have back-to-back good defenses or and the way Especially they're throwing the ball. In this, yeah. the, the way the league is structured today is it's still, it's almost impossible to play defense. You got, you, you can't, it's like you can't. Like some, it, these refs, you have too many vague rules that already favor the offense, so it's hard for these guys to play. 
defense and play on the ball with that leg. You, you, so I've watched games. I'm like, oh, that's a great play, and then three yeah. seconds later, <laughs> there's the flag, and yeah. you're like, all right, what am I watching? This is garbage. But that's what they want. We want the points. We want thirty plus points a game. And I, I find myself always looking to the corner of the screen for that uh, little, that for little flag you, yeah. icon thing because you know it's coming yep. because it, they call so much and you just and can't. Yeah, it's 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 ruined. It anymore. ruins the game. I mean, I, it's it's NFL is still so popular and it's the number one sport and I, we can't get enough football. Even the AAF is doing pretty, pretty well, good. which is cool. And I, there's yep. some teams to watch out yeah. for and some players to watch out, which is pretty cool. But it it you I find myself I'm, if I'm watching my Steelers. And they play, make a great play on defense, a deflection, a pass deflection. I'm like, I don't even want to celebrate because it's like I know it's like where's <laughs> mm-hmm. where's, where, the where's the pass interference? <laughs> and then it's then that there it is. They give them thirty yards. And it's like okay, now they're gonna score. And then you're like, this sucks. Like mm-hmm. it, that yeah. ruin that ruins kind of the viewer viewing. I mean, it's like I'm not gonna like boycott it because I'm I'm that fan where it's like they could be losing so bad and I have to watch still. I just have to watch yeah. my team go because that's just being a fan, but. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens there. I mean, the NFL, we got a little break for now. We'll, we'll Once free agency heats up a little bit, we'll get That's back to that. That's the great thing with the NFL is that, you know what, it just ends and then it's gone for so long, long then you that crave you forget it. about yeah. your miseries and then you crave it. Then you, and you, crave, just, you exactly. Just, yeah, but That's, there's year-round news with the NFL. It never yeah, stops. Exactly. It doesn't stop. There, so there's like the NBA, that. too. But you're craving the game. Yeah. You're craving the game. Yeah, you want to watch highlights. You want a game. You want to talk about it. It's nonstop. As much as it... As much as it hurts, as much as the pain <laughs> brings in football, it's still it's still so much fun. Because we're still talking about it. it's February. We're to- we're almost into March, yeah. and we're still talking football. And <laughs> it's uh, the never ending cycle of the joy and pain of the watching the NFL. Yep. And speaking of joy and pain, let's move to still listen to eighty eight point seven WNHU. By the way. Um, let's go. What um what has brought you joy and pain in the past week in this world of sports? Uh, Who wants to go first? <laughs> I guess I could start. Okay, I'll start with the joy. Uh, the joy that I had this weekend was the Nets' huge win over the Hornets this weekend. That fantastic uh, game. Yes, fantastic game, which they needed because the Hornets were game and a half behind them a game i forgot what it was exactly yeah. they were lingering exactly they were lingering mm-hmm. they time. were it was starting that gap was starting was to get a little like, close uh, between six and yeah. seven and they went into charlotte which they had already lost in charlotte they went down to charlotte and they beat them now they got up very early on them and then kind of blew it at the <laughs> end but d'angelo russell came through on his birthday Big stuff. Dropped 40. Yes, huge stuff from huge D'Angelo. Performance. Big, clutch. Yes, That's very what we want to see. Yes. And, but they pulled the game out, which was the key. Um, we saw an end of the game where it was actually they actually were clutch, which doesn't always happen with the Nets. No. Not always a thing. And they showed that they are for real, clearly. And they took care of the need, team that they needed to take care of. And they got the W in the end. Most important thing. And they got right. a big dub last night too against Spurs. My my pain, we'll call it a pain. It's not. I don't know if we can really call it a pain. And, uh, as a Yankees fan, they just signed Aaron Hicks to seven years, seventy million. Which, by the way, he yeah, is now sure. what? That was, that was a bad move. Yes, this that's why yeah, it's a I, pain. Uh, okay, these two good are good player, but I don't know yeah, about that contract. These two not Yankee fans don't watch all the time. 
obviously they they know what Hicks is, and, but they don't feel the importance of him. He's a star center fielder, great glove, and showed hitting. My pain with it, okay, first off, now with the Arenado deal, it's a little different, but as of the time that he signed the contract, there was four players that were signed to 2025, whatever year it was, seven years. Two of them play for the Padres. It's Hosmer and Machado. The other two were Yankees. It's Stanton and Hicks. Now, obviously, Arenado is one, so that's five. Um, here's my problem with the contract and the pain. Uh, it is kind of a lot of money. It's a lot of years. And my problem with it is that is this year was the first year he was actually healthy and played well all year. And his career high in games is 137. They just signed this guy for seven years. 70 million for a guy whose career high in games is 137. And he's been in the league for, what, four or five years? There's no doubt the Yankees have turned around his career. He was a prospect bust. Obviously, he was a top prospect. Yeah. Like going back to what we were I saying his, before. I have his prospect card. Yes. He's, a, he's he was, like top five. He was a prospect <laughs> bust. But I'll make this positive. I'll spin it around. That was a hell of a trade by the Yankees. John Ryan Murphy for Aaron Hicks. Fair. No, yeah, I, I, I agree. And he's, he's a great player, good yeah. team guy, can do yep. it all a little bit. Yeah. I just think the contract, a little too much. A little too much, a guy little too long. Could get hurt. Yeah, and he's been very hurt, easily. a lot of risk. And he's, there's yeah. some risk. And even with he get, getting hurt and then getting back, uh, he's a guy that, yeah, he could he could bat very well, but we've seen yeah. him not not be able to hit. hit. For yeah. long stretches, mm-hmm. and that and that could hurt. He is a great fielder, though. I do yeah. that does keep um, keep it not all that bad because he mm-hmm. has got a great arm and a great yeah. glove out there. So yeah. it does help, and you can kind of put him. Yeah, in other and when he gets older, there. he can go to the left yeah, when Floreal is finally ready. If yeah. if he doesn't bust, which yeah. is very possible with these these guys, you never know. But before I go to my joint pain. It's got a question. Speaking of bad outfield contracts, is Jacoby Ellsbury still alive? Or did he? Uh, he has another <laughs> mystery injury. I forgot what it is, but he is hurt again. He has another mysterious uh, injury. I forgot what it was, but yeah, he is hurt right now. Yeah, that might be the worst again. contract of all time, I think, <laughs> by the Yankees. I don't um, think there's a, there's a word. It rivals the Jason Bay contract. I yeah, it, it was very bad. Yeah, not, he's not at the point ideal. where they don't even want him on the team, like involved but in the just team anymore. Stuck on there because he's so yeah. much money invested. Yeah, they're just taking their insurance well, that, money, the so they they of, don't they don't care because he ain't playing, and they're just taking the insurance money. Life of being the big market, big money Yankees and Red Sox, you can have a guy like Pablo, uh, Pablo what's his name? Pablo Sandoval, yeah. and you're still paying him, and it th- and you're and you just won a World Series, and you're still yeah. good. Like it's that that's where when you're a s- fan of a smaller market team, then you're like, this is unfair. I mean, I mean that's just life, mm-hmm. of course. So we can relate that. I always love using ba- almost like every little thing about baseball is a metaphor for life. It's <laughs> awesome. That's why it's my favorite game. Um, you get three strikes, you're out. <laughs> but you got You still get another at bat, so which is cool. But it is tough when you're like a fan of the Royals, and then you pay a guy like that, and then it's like, all right, now we're in a hole. Now we're gonna be screwed for like three years. Whereas yep. you look at the Red Sox, they're still paying Pablo Sandoval yep. ninety million dollars. How about that? And they just won a World Series. The Carl Crawford contract that they yeah. Did. 
Like it, it just yeah. do, it doesn't matter. It's just chump change to these guys. They're still playing Hanley too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he just got picked up. Yeah, the Indians the, got yeah. him. Indians, yeah. yeah. That's not a bad. They, they, they feel like he'll fit on that team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that, that'll that work. Frank Cohen, great, great yeah. manager there. Yeah, that will work fine for them. That won't be uh, that won't work out bad. He's still gonna make the major league yeah. team, but yeah. Oh. All right. So, my joy story for this week was that. Baseball is back. On Sunday, we got to see Love the Mets it. spring training. Jacob DeGrom got the start. He only pitched one inning, but it was okay. Got my <laughs> That's dose. That's what they do. My yeah. dose of the goat. <laughs> but, uh, no, he didn't pitch too bad. He he did, get, he did get hit a couple times. Eh, it's early. It's early in spring. He's not, definitely he's not, some... They're not showing too much already. No. It's just it's literally just like warming up. Yeah. <laughs> he said he just wanted to get his fastball going, going yeah. and then he'll work on his off-speed stuff later on. But, yeah, he got hit. Then he would have ended the inning unscathed, but Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, don't blame made, this on Tim Tebow. No, no, Do no, not I, blame I, this no, on Tim Tebow. No, I'm not blaming Tebow. on him. I'm just saying he made a diving play for a foul ball, had it in his glove for like three seconds, and then it popped out. Popped out. He and lost then, it going to the ground. He lost it going to the ground. And then the, the guy was on second. That's and baseball, then, man. That that stuff happens. You know, yeah. I, I know what you're feeling. You watch that happen. You, you got, it's a foul ball. They catch it. Comes out. Then you're like, Oh, here's the circus. You still yeah. you hear the circus music coming. because yeah, the guy was on like, second, then yeah. grounded out. The next guy grounded out to third, uh, yeah, some, first or second. second. Guy moved over to third, and then next hit, yeah, and a, rip, a rip so. single. By the way, he got ripped. Two two guys got to him, and not too like he didn't give up a rip to like Mike Trout or anything. He gave up a rip to Tony Kemp, who drilled the one down the right oh, field line man. on him for a double. Yeah, and Tyler White went oppo on him like it was nothing. Ripped one into the first base, second base hole. Those were some hard hit balls. It's not like those were some weak stuff, uh, but obviously weren't. it's the first. Game it's of early, it's very yeah, early. It's the first so game of spring training. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But come back in uh, in June when De- when Degrom's on fire and see what happens. Then. Hey, he's on my fantasy baseball team. <laughs> I do not you care. Hope, you <laughs> hope he's on fire. Yeah. All right, so we got that baseball spring training's back. Beautiful yes. sight to see. Gotta love it. But th- my pain story is. Unfortunately, on the same day, the Knicks won a game, <laughs> and they can't even get the tanking right. No, but, and we, I was supposed to go to that game, but because of uh, New Haven scope, they put me on the wait list. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's put, very uh, mysterious. Nine oh one sign up, and couldn't go to the game. But anyway, the Knicks won to beat the Spurs. We got a shout out from uh, Sam Jackson at the Oscars. He, shot, he gave a shout to, to Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Yeah. Spike Lee. <laughs> he had to remind Jackson that uh, we're tanking. Yes. They broke their 18-game losing streak at home. <laughs> yes. But but then the Suns won yesterday. Yes, the Suns won so, yesterday, so, so you're it, back it's, in. It's even I think it's back. even. Yeah, I think it's, so it's, it's even kind of though. A tank it's, it's a joy and pain story. Well, yeah. the Suns have lost 16 in a row. <laughs> So, I yeah. think the Suns are just bad. Like I don't even think they're tanking. I think they're just bad. Like that's that's Poor just DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, him and Booker yeah, just Booker. can't do it again. There's nobody playing point guard, and then they got Tyler Johnson, and it's still just yeah. It's, I mean, now they're at the point where it's too there, far. But they're just so bad. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. too far. And they're too far Phoenix, gone. So. It's all about culture. Steve culture Nash is days are are long <laughs> gone. Long gone. And that, then just quickly, just to match my to go another story to match my pain was that <laughs> Zion got hurt. Yeah, Zion Williamson yes. is hurt now. So we, in the we, big game too, we were, yeah. I remember yeah. being excited to watch yeah. this game, and he gets hurt 
immediately with it. You had Obama in attendance, Spike yeah, Lee yes. was in yeah, attendance. You, had, you name it, everybody was there. Yeah, we, we, though we, some we, of those guys have still been there because it's still Duke UNC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports. Which is a conversation we could definitely have. One oh, definitely. I, that's greatest definitely, I got to think that's the best rivalry in at least college basketball. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you can easily. make that case easily. easily. And then you can we can build upon that. All right, easily. well, my joy and pain. <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with Chris on for the joy. It, baseball's back, um, and I love it. I mean, it's getting warmer, which yeah, I love. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, the warm, ba- baseball coming back means the weather means is getting warm. Getting the warmth better. is coming, which means yep. I'm happier in general yes. because it's warm, and I'm not angry because it's cold. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any expectations for my Jays. I'm just going in, relax. It's not not gonna be. It's not like watching my Steelers collapse before my eyes it's just like oh any good that happens is is awesome if something bad uh, whatever they'll they'll get it they got a few years um it's gonna be warm i just love baseball's fun to watch i love watching any game it just reminds me of summer stuff in my, my playing days I, I love it all it's that's that's the joy of baseball coming back MLB Network is the best out of all the networks, in yes, my opinion, of the lead yeah, networks. Is. They got great analysts on there and hosts. Everybody knows what they're talking about. Yep. It's entertaining. Um, Studio 42 is awesome. They break yes. down stuff while you're watching games. It's it's my favorite. I love just sitting down and watching MLB tonight, and they go mm-hmm. psych through all the games. It's awesome. Yeah, Watching the highlights. My pain... For the past week, it's I'm still gonna linger because I, I would there's not the Nets have been good to me as of very recent. They got a, as Eric recent, said yes. they won they big the game Spurs against Hornets night. and then a great win, dominant performance against mm-hmm. the Spurs last night. So they're sailing. I hope they can move up in the seeds. Uh, hopefully with the just hold on to six. Yeah, just, just, I just, just hold, hold on, on to six. Um, but I'm going to go with just the whole Antonio Brown and the drama and all blaming everyone, the whole Steelers stuff. That's just too much pain. I just want it to stop. Mm-hmm. Let's just stop talking about it. Get rid of them now and just who cares about someone's mentality in the locker room. Let's just talk football if you want to talk football. I don't want to talk about he said, she said, and all that nonsense. It hurts me too much. Get a linebacker to replace Ryan Shazier. Get me another corner to to go uh, on the other side of Joe Hayden and go get just get me one more ring before Ben goes, so then I can just rest and just not care for a little bit. And I'm lying when I say that because I'm still gonna care even yeah. when Josh Dobbs or Mason Rudolph is the quarterback. But that's just being a fan. That's my pain. For the past week, it is a little cooled down it right has. now, so it's it so I love so it's a little less painful. But who knows? We got another week, and we'll, I'll have a new joy and pain for next week. Still listen to eighty-eight point seven WNHU. This is joy and pain, of course. Any any final thoughts? Gents, I mean, we got I mean, there's always stuff well, to talk about. We had the hockey trade deadline. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. About that. I think we had. Let's get to go with LeBron. 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 That's a big. LeBron's thing looking a little like he's not going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. 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 You know. It, you know. It's great. The Brooklyn Nets have a better record than a LeBron-led team. They have a winning record, and LeBron does not. Yeah. I'm. I like LeBron still. Like I'm. I'm a big. I'm. I'm for him now. I like him, but 
I think that whole situation with AD and all that stuff obviously mm-hmm. should have been handled differently. But I think yeah. he's taken – I think the thing with LeBron is, like, he he just gets looked under a microscope forever. Yeah. So, like, no matter what he does, he's getting criticized, whether I think it's warranted or not. And it's, it's always over the top. And I think it's not fair to him. And then it's always like, uh, compare him to Jordan, compare him to this. And then it's like, what about Kobe and all this stuff? You forget – it's like, I don't, I don't think you can compare these guys anymore. I think no. they need to get – there's different eras – especially mm-hmm. in the NBA, and this is a whole... And LeBron is this era. He transitioned yeah. the NBA into what it is now. It's all because of him. Whether that's good or bad, I th- I would say it's good for overall mm-hmm. because the NBA is immensely popular and globally popular, yep. which is more so yeah. than the NFL. I think when you talk about LeBron, the most frightening thing that came out of yesterday was obviously you lost. they lost to a tanking, tanking Grizzlies team. Which they are in bad, bad shape, and even trade their star center and Marcus All, and then there's the videos that come out, and LeBron in multiple, multiple situations is clearly playing little to no defense, not helping at all. Even uh, there was one play where he literally just left the guy open. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally just left him by himself. He actually pulled. Uh, 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 myself and when I cover Deej, I literally just I let him, I just put both feet in the paint and just let him shoot. That's literally yeah. what LeBron did yesterday, except yeah, for the part I make that it all the time too. Not true. <laughs> except for the part that LeBron's going against an NBA player. I'm playing against a D. Chris. Let's yeah, we'll just leave it at that. The fact that you have to strategize against me, I, I win right there. There is no strategy I, I, I to won, me putting two battle, feet in right. the paint. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, that that's the, the so-and-so called scary thing for me. Playoff LeBron does not look like it's going to be happening. He didn't look like he went into playoff mode. Um, yeah, but he did say that he was going to start it earlier this year. Yeah, it doesn't LeBron, look like it's he starting. Didn't, he didn't we're, start it. Now now we're definitely earlier is soon. <laughs> yeah, it's almost yeah. now. So yeah, it's now. Where is it? The question is... But they, is they, he just, there's not enough... Ta- he needs more. It's It's almost like... He's just I, back on the Cavs again. Yeah. But, but I think he has more talent idiots. this year yeah, than he did think. last year. So I don't understand. But, well, it's, it's, it's the, the West. Chemistry. It's a completely different monster West. in the, the West. Yeah, so the West. That's, I think, the biggest problem for him. And the thing is, is that better teams, though the East yeah. has picked it up, though. They're, yeah, it has. It's because out, they're all now. The hey, East. LeBron's gone. Yeah, so, he, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Our <laughs> so now everyone's, everyone's going it up. for it in the East. So, which is awesome. Yeah. Yes, it's now making it like kind of. We're getting. We're gonna get to a point where it's gonna equal out. The problem is just the bottom of the East. After yeah. you get past <laughs> the Nets, it read that and it's, 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 it's slowly. It's, bad. it's like, very eh, bad. Eh, eh, oh, okay, they're real bad, and then that's that's how you go. You look at the standings. But maybe they could go back to the East versus West for the All Star game now. now maybe that, now that's pretty. Yeah, enough for this nah, <laughs> drafting. I don't know nonsense. the draft. Uh, the draft what, though, what very popular. It is, very what it is, but that's what it is. It's all the draft. Yeah, that's well. what the NBA the is. It's yeah. stars. I, people yeah. don't stars, care. Exactly. Teams, mm-hmm. teams don't care. Yep. Yeah. It's a Definitely. shame. Like it's not like Star-driven. twenty years ago. You were like, I'm Chicago. Yeah, Michael Jordan's on my team, but. Chicago Bulls, that's my team. Mm. New York Knicks, Knicks, excuse me, I can't even speak. Um, you name it, the bad boys up in Detroit. Now it's like, yeah, all right, the Warriors. But that, you <laughs> mentioned the Warriors. Uh, if you're not a fan of the Warriors, you're like, I don't like them because I'm tired. They're annoying. Yep. I don't m- really mind the Warriors. I just didn't like the KD. I'm not a big fan of KD and his whole thing. He brought number one 
player in the world, arguably mm-hmm. one, two, whatever, the best at this point. Um, and the snake, he's the snake. And the, my biggest problem is why are you making burner accounts? I'm so, what, <laughs> you're Kevin Durant. Why do you care about what Timmy, the 12 year old Timmy said from Texas about your game one night? Who cares? Yeah. You're Kevin Durant. Yep. You just won the the title. I mean, come on. Yeah, but today's today's NBA. It's all yep. about legacy. It's all about it's all yep. about you. How how you're perceived First, to the fans. So and that's kind of s- spreading towards the NFL too yep. a little bit. Yep. So if people see you as the bad guy, you're gonna want to change that. Yeah. By changing their perception of of you, and if if he has to create a fake account to like try to persuade people otherwise, <laughs> then he's gonna do then it. So be it. Yeah. He wants to. He wants to be the good guy. So. Yeah, it's a know. shame. I mean, that's why like it's fun to watch. I mean, I'm a little biased because I'm a Nets fan, but that that's a team. That's a team. That's a yeah. team. The yeah. Nets are playing a team. Good. Yeah. That's they're playing basketball. You got yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the Kings are a team. Kings, Kings are a team. The they Jazz, are the Utah Jazz. That's a good team. Spurs, the Nuggets, are a team. Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, those are, are like that's yeah, fun Nuggets team. Too. And it's also you notice the coaches. Yeah. On, on these teams that are like they're good. It's not like like. The Rockets, that's I wouldn't. I'm not a fan of watching them because I don't like the way Harden. Harden's phenomenal player. I just don't like how he doesn't play defense. That's my thing. Mike D'Antoni and a Mike D'Antoni system defense defense is optional. And I as a as a fan of really any sport, I like I like hustle and defense. So give me that. It hurts when I see a guy miss a tackle or or when LeBron lets a guy go to the lane. Like, I wish I grew up in the 80s and 90s so I could watch that NBA because yeah. that if you went to the basket you were getting your yeah, you, you were getting your bell wrong. And that would have been f- I would have loved to watch that. Now <laughs> guys yeah. either just don't touch anybody because they're afraid to get the foul called or they play good defense and then Whistle, yeah. foul call, now he's taking two shots. And if you show any sign of like a wind-up, <laughs> it's an automatic flagrant foul. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? That's not, I mean, I'm sure he's not trying to yeah, maliciously trying to get attack the ball this out. guy. Trying he's to, trying to get the ball. Nobody is, nobody is not, nobody is maliciously attacking yeah, somebody. Ron Artest, Malice of the Palace yeah. ain't happening anymore. These are all so-and-so also. called. They're trying to make a basketball play. It's yeah. either just unathletic or just the arms flailing. The you know you move if you move the ball just a little bit down or you duck your head just a little bit that arm can go from the ball to your head very yeah. easily. Oh yeah, it's not really that hard for that to happen. No, I mean, uh, you have big. These are large, athletic men. So like stuff can like, guy, you can get hurt real yeah. easily mm-hmm. depending on what happens. And with all the money going into it, they Dude, don't want to get hurt. Want, yeah, Teams don't want, don't want them to get hurt. Yeah, Nobody wants want to that. touch yeah. anybody because. A lot of money invested, and the minute they tear their ACL, they're done. It's done, and you, you have this out. family vibe too. You yeah. want kids, you want the young young people going to these games. You don't need, you don't need these big yeah. dudes just wailing on each other as much as that would be entertaining. Yeah. We it, it would make it better. Watch better UFC, product, then but, we'll watch that. Yeah. yeah. Going back to the D'Antoni Rockets thing, that is the Lakers' last win, by the way, and Which also, is, but that's yeah. Kobe. That's with the Kobe, but Kobe, Shaq. Who else was on that team? Gasol was Gasol a pal on that? No, no that, that was one. pre. Was pre uh, Gasol. Borrowed him. Borrowed him. Borrowed was on that team. Um, but Mike D'Antoni kind of building a Hall of Fame career. Kind of is. Yeah, kind of is. I don't think so. 
Yeah, you don't think so because he was a bust in New York. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. His system, maybe, but he hasn't had the success to be a Hall of Fame coach. Yes, he makes it to the conference finals almost every year, but when has he made it to the finals? Yeah, but okay. I guess his his one one bad spot was the Knicks, but everywhere else, the Suns. Well, he was bad with the Lakers, too. Yeah, he wasn't great with the Lakers. I don't think he ever made the playoffs. Okay, he's so, only had the Suns and the Rockets. So yes, which you're you're right. There was some struggles with the Knicks and the Lakers, but what he's doing right now with James Harden, which he's giving him, he's made him into a completely different player. What where was James Harden when before D'Antoni and then after D'Antoni? Look at that. Where was Steve Nash before Phoenix and then after Phoenix? When you look at that stuff, that's how he's building his career. It and going back to your finals point. Uh, can you name the la- uh, last three years the teams that were in the finals? The Cavs and it's, the it's Warriors. It's only two. There's <laughs> only Steve two Kerr of them. And Tyron Lue. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James. Which clearly uh-huh. Tyron Lue had very little to do with that, obviously. There and Kerr, Kerr is a good coach. He keeps that team together. That is a very, very impressive, impressive yeah. feat. You could arguably say that Mark Jackson built the Warriors and then Steve Kerr just put them over the top, yeah. but... There, that <laughs> argument, I don't think you can say because Steve Kerr took him to the promised land. There's a reason Steve Kerr took him to the promised land, and there's a reason that Jackson did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he drafted all of them. He, he didn't draft them. He's the head coach. And that's all he Jerry a, West. Jerry West drafted that right, team. Fine. That man is a legend. <laughs> He's building the Clippers now, too. The Clippers are trying to tank, and they're still the eighth seed. <laughs> they are literally trying to tank. They traded their best player, and they're still the eighth what seed. About, that's what how about we, Doc Rivers last night? Yes, yeah, that, making, was, uh, that was an awesome gesture. That's fantastic. Yes. For awesome, awesome for gesture. Great Dirk. All right. Uh, that'll, uh, that'll do it uh, for this, uh, this week's edition of Joint Pain. For uh, Devin, Eric, and Chris, this is Joint Payne. And from the University of New Haven, you're listening to 88.7 WNHU. West Haven playing the music we love. And don't forget to tune in next week, same time, 4 to 5 p.m., Joint Payne. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, 8 to 10, please tune in to the Barrel Funk. Good afternoon.